You know how awesome I am? Here's what I did. Coming to you from near Beer Snob City, it's Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the manifestation of years of research, a mystery wrapped in a conundrum. It's Mike Zamora. Hello there. Also here is the movie master himself, the beer tard we've all come to love. It's Rick and Rolla Anderson. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> And with me, we congeal into Beer Plus Three. Aw, congealing. Ooh. Yes, I, you're my favorite people to congeal with. Isn't that what Jello does? I think so. Yeah. I think, uh, what, what flavor of Jello would we be? Not snot flavor. Not oh lime. Fuck lime Jello. This sounds like one of those dating game questions. We could totally be lychee. Bachelor number lychee. two. Lychee would be fine. Yeah. I'd be fine with lychee. Okay. Or is it lychee? Is it. it <laughs> Fucking cares. <laughs> oh man, I love that the the banter in that movie. So yeah, funny. yeah, the banter. But that's that's what his movies were uh, best at was those that ridiculous English banter. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Cockney esque kind of English banter. It, it's really fun to follow along if you've got like a heart and a soul and a smile to go with it. I mean, if, you're, if you're one of those bitter old men who watch the movie. You... <laughs> Why are these English people Better speaking watch it. at me? Better watch it. I'm going to get my cane. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Rock and Rolla, which is my Rick and Rolla, that thing that I mentioned. And it was a movie uh, by, by Guy Ritchie, oh, who I'm apparently not a fan of, I guess, unless his other movies are significantly different from these, because I... Oh, come on. Swept Away? Really? Mind. You hated that? <laughs> <sighs> Such a great I movie. don't even know if the word hate fully encompasses my feelings about that piece <laughs> of shit film. That was like the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. No. I literally, and I kept holding on because I, I thought, I've never seen one of this guy's movies before. Maybe there's like a, maybe something at the end I'm going to go, oh, now I get it. Okay, now I see yeah, why. Yeah, Jack comes out and cries. It's awesome. <laughs> Not I, I just did, I didn't. started to think how terrific it was. Like for an hour and twenty minutes, all I could picture myself was imagining to be a, a, a particle of sand stuck between Madonna's labia. <laughs> you know, it's a happy place no, for I'm me. Still imagining uh, that. Yeah, no, little Mike yeah. going, help me, help me. Well, the weirdest thing about that movie, and I don't, I don't know if we should save this for the movie jerks or not, but um. For me, it was just the weird inconsistency with the tone. Like it started off when I the the way it was filmed and the way that like there was a big cast of characters and they all seemed to have their own very distinct personalities. It, it actually reminded me of the old um, Neil Simon movie, like movies made from Neil Simon plays back mm -hmm. in the '70s. And I thought, yeah, which is this is kind of interesting. So that set the tone for me, thinking this is going to be slightly goofy with a little bit of drama thrown in, and we're gonna it'll be like character type stuff. We'll learn some stuff about the characters or whatever, and then. And it's kind of like that a little bit, not as good as any of the movies made from Neil Simon plays, but it, it, it was kind of like it was trying to be that. And then the part where they end up on the island finally, then it got fucking dead serious. It was like... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Swept Away from 2002, yeah. a film done by Guy Ritchie starring his then-wife, Madonna. Yeah. But then and, it, it, it got um, really apparently dark. the uh, Kermit the Frog of Italy. <laughs> <laughs> but it got really dark, and suddenly he's like 
actually physically abusing her and telling him, you know, she has to bow down in front of him. And yeah, and it got really her. weird and uncomfortable, but like out of the blue, kind of. Yeah, mean, and it was very slapsticky, and it wasn't even realistic. It was just, uh, it was wow. just, it was, and that's just the one. That's the first gripe about that movie that comes to mind. There's a million others, mm-hmm. and the whole movie seemed like it was a. Uh, they had one take to do each scene. Whether the acting was good or not, then they had to use oh, it. Oh, no, it was very, uh, very was much uh, kind of that uh, Ed Wood approach, like, great! Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on! You've abused my wife and I, I, tried to have sex with her. Excellent! I Let's do have to say, on. thinking about it afterward, the, the guy who played uh, whoever the Pepe... Um, that I, was he, the best part of the movie. He, he kept did calling a, him by different names. Yeah. Was, yeah, I thought that was a good shtick. That was good shtick. Well, the one joke funny. that they didn't play off was, uh, you know, you're you're this total raging bitch until you get a little pee pee in you, and then now, now you're. I was like, are they going to do that joke? <laughs> Come on, she's calling him pee pee. Yeah, exactly. And, now she's, and that part, God, that scene where he's like watching her on the beach, and it's like. Oh, you're a changed woman now. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! sake he's he's man, essentially raped her, so she. I know, I know. I'm not sure what the message of this yeah. movie was, but it was not. I'm uh, the original. I hope yeah. it was better than that. I hope it was. Uh, and not one person went Wilson, <laughs> and that was disappointing. Well, I, I, so. I think I think you kind of missed the point of the film, and I could see where you might miss the fil- point mm-hmm. of the film. This was actually uh, pre cuckold porn cuckolding, right? Right. You've got somebody fucking your wife. <laughs> You know, metaphorically and realistically, right? The director's watching somebody bang his wife on on the screen. Right. And then the character has a husband who's getting banged by this other dude. Right. An Italian, an Italian stallion, if you will. Yeah. So, you know, to me, I, I think this was The guy just, was a Muppet. Yeah. He's just cu- <laughs> cuckold porn. That's all it that was. It was so weird on the boat, and That's I'll probably mention this in the, uh, in the movie jerks when we do that one. Um, it, it was so funny that, like... On the boat itself, like the first half hour, 45 minutes of the film was on the boat, and you had like this weird American but yet English like uh, style drama going on with the rich people, and then the slapstick people in the boat were all the guys with accents. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, and they're doing all kinds of weird shit, and their emotions are huge, and they're waving their kermiting. Yeah, they're waving yeah. their arms all over the place. And, and then it comes back to like people sitting around a table playing poker. I'm like, these are rich people. Why are they playing yeah. poker? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. It, it was just very weird, off, disjointed, not, not really a... And which is too bad, because if it really had been enjoyed. a little more consistent, it would have probably been a really... I can see how the original movie might have been good, because it seems like a good way to make a point about class... Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it seems like a great way to. to I'm scram. very curious to watch it, and you can watch yeah. it for free online. So, oh, really? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I think check it's on it out because YouTube I'm, or something. I'm curious to see how that story it might be dubbed, though. So you'll enjoy it. Oh boy! I don't know about about you, but if I'm <laughs> if I'm stuck on a boat with Elizabeth Banks for a few weeks, there's no way I'm not just spending every moment banging her. You know, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> hey, swept away. Yeah, she, I was swept away in Elizabeth Banks. You're allowed to chase women down on the beach and and fake rape them because they will eventually. And fall then go, I you. don't want you. Yeah, <laughs> and make your weird Kermit uh, Muppet esque faces. I'm yeah. sorry, but that guy she would have been it. more at home in like one of those Italian kind of slapstick comedies. Where people are being chased around on mopeds. Yeah, yeah exactly. I That's yeah. what I thought it was going to... It was like a farce, like a movie where every, all the characters are it, slightly exaggerated. It could not and, decide whether it was going to be a farce or just a, a, a rapey drama thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but anyway. <laughs> How about this uh, ecliptic? Did I get it right? Speaking ecliptic. Of ra- speaking of rapey drama. Speaking of rapey drama. <laughs> we have Zenith Grapefruit Goes. I believe I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Ale brewed with grapefruit. I think that was in the other title, but that's fine. It's uh, 4.5%. Uh, t- uh, IBU is 10 and gravity 12. Yeah, but what does it taste like? It tastes like breakfast. It tastes like it's we should have already had this in, uh, in... I don't know. It's good. It almost tastes like mimosa. I was going like to say... Grapefruit it, mimosa. If you put a mimosa in, in that in front of me, I'd go, I'd go with that. Goose? Gauss? Go, yeah. Goose? 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 <laughs> or in Canada, it's goose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't... No, it's goose. <laughs> wait, wait. Say that again. Goose. It doesn't have the bite I would expect from a typical goes, but you know that that grapefruit kind of sweetens it and adds adds quite a bit to the the flavor profile that you wouldn't normally get in a goes. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but man, for, for breakfast, yeah, why not with a side of eggs? I was a little. Um, this would have went really good with our breakfast. It would have gone fantastically with our breakfast. Yeah. Why didn't you come over earlier? God <laughs> damn it! I'm sorry, man. Jesus. But this, uh, the um, I was a little. Uh, torn about buying this because so far everything I've had by Ecliptic has been fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. I've loved every single thing that I've tried by them, but yeah. I hate grapefruit. I sincerely hate grapefruit. That's too well, bad. Grapefruit man. hates you. And uh, no, I just I can't stand. <laughs> I've never been able to stand grapefruit, but really? I I love wow. this. It's not so squirt. Not your thing. Um, it, squirt doesn't really taste like grapefruit though. It's got that's what I was going to say. This is like it's toned down. The taste of the grapefruit's toned yeah. down so far that I can I can ha- I can deal with it, and um, I actually sort of enjoy it. I mean, sort of enjoy it. <laughs> I love that clarification. You are constantly. No, I mean, I, I sort of enjoy. You know what? The I'm grapefruit. kind of the grapefruit. This. The grapefruit part of this, I'm actually enjoying it, which is surprising for me. I, I was, I was expecting that I might not like this, but pleasantly surprised. It is delicious. Yeah. It is delicious. We have uh, tons of beer to go through. So, oh There's god, <laughs> and we only have an hour and fifteen minutes to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Now we got a second podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we can keep going. Yeah, we should mention that we're going to be on the Movie Jerks. The Movie Jerks. I don't know when there's, this will come out. Do they do every week? Or, they, I know they do every week. They post every Friday, but they might Are be they a, a week or two ahead. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it could be a couple weeks out. Hmm. Right. right on. This will be yours. You, you guys, this will be your second time on, but it'll be my first. So oh, huh. kind I was, of a, was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, was he even there? I wasn't. Yeah, I couldn't make it to time. the last one. Yeah. Huh? So. Yeah, okay. I thought I remember having uh, uh, our intern at the time, Bree, yeah. on yeah. that one. So yeah. so this one should be fun, too, because they're, they're movies you can certainly talk about. Yeah. Absolutely. And Swept Away is definitely going to sweep away the whole podcast because there's so much <laughs> wrong with that movie. That is so right. You know what's a movie that uh, there's not much wrong with, though, was the movie that we were going to talk about a couple podcasts ago that, that got uh, forgotten about, which was Moonwalkers. Oh, that was a great movie. I enjoyed that movie. movie. I fucking love that movie. You did. I loved it. I loved it from start to finish. And what's funny is I was commenting last night that Rock rock and Rolla, I'm not buying that British guys can be bad guys. But that that movie popped back into my head after I said that. I go, oh no, wait a minute. That movie, those the British guys were fucking scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, it was like you just wanted to leave the room every time one of them showed up on screen. Yeah, but I love I love uh, um, Ron Perlman in that. Was just so yeah, I loved so his matter of fact kind of psychotic. Yeah, dude, he just walks up to that big English guy, and just stabs him in the neck, takes his gun, and walks. Yeah. No, he takes his whole outfit. Because remember, yeah. he got oh, yeah, yeah, blood yeah, yeah. all over his suit, so yeah, he, yeah. he stole that hippie's outfit. It was yeah. awesome. That was um, that was a, I'm, that's definitely on my watch it again list because um, mm-hmm. it was there was just too much going. There was on. There's a lot going on. Did you ever watch the other Color Me Kubrick? I never got to watch. Oh no, watch I couldn't find. I couldn't 
couldn't find it anywhere. It's like it's not been released in the U.S. or something. Um, no, you can get it on Amazon and stuff for like two ninety nine for oh, rental. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. I think it was Amazon View yeah. and something else. That looks that looks just as good as this one. I mean, just judging Anything by the trailer that I saw. I'll, I'll sit and stare at for yeah. a while. Yeah, just because he's fun. But uh, but Ron Perlman in this with uh, um, the only place I know the character, the actors of obviously Rupert Grint is from Harry Potter, but the his roommate, his awesome hippie roommate that uh, uh, pretends to be Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, he's yeah. from a, a British TV show called ah oh fuck what's it called like superpowers or something I can't remember yeah. it's basically a bunch of like delinquent kids that yeah. end up with these superpowers <laughs> I just every time I saw that character um, and I hope this doesn't come off as an insult I just I looked at it and I thought that's Eli if he went just a little further over on the hippie side of, of life <laughs> just every time that guy showed up I was like his whole demeanor, everything. Oh, was he, like he played it off so well. Yeah, it was that was a that was a great movie. Everyone in that movie was good. So yeah. no, I would definitely buy that movie a, a beard for yeah. sure, and I would watch it again. Mm. I'm still enjoying yeah. the gills, <laughs> the Grifford gills. So did either of you watch that new show on AMC called Preacher? I have not seen it yet. Yeah, um, I want to see it because it I seems like the remember kind of show... the comic books, and I started reading that comic book series way back in the day. What was it? it came out in like eighty eight or something like that, or ninety something. Yeah, I can't remember. It's been a while since, I, and I only got like the first couple of them. Yeah, um, I haven't. I'll watch that. But speaking of comic book series, uh, Cinemax and Richard Kirkman or Richard, I can't remember his Robert name. Robert Kirkman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the first issue of that comic. It's called Outcast. Oh, the things they're doing on... Yeah, yeah. That's on Cinemax. You can watch the first episode for free on YouTube. Yeah. Cinemax just kind of put it out there before... uh, And it's really good. I usually don't really like religious stuff, even in horror movies, sometimes a religious thing. That's why I can never, ever in my whole life will ever take The Exorcist seriously, because it's so cartoony and stupid. Um, and God always wins, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I really don't like God in movies, but this has to do with kind of uh, demon possession type thing, and, and it's actually really really good and really well done. Yeah. That's one of the, you know, that I've, I've heard a lot of people say that, that The Exorcist is like the funniest movie they've ever oh seen. Oh, my God, I laughed my and ass And you said off. that once, ages ago on the podcast, and I've always been puzzled by that until you, you've, you've explained that to me before, that um, yeah, as a religious kid going to see it, you know, when, if you believe all that stuff, if you really believe that that's all possible, it scares the living fuck out of you. I mean, it is the scariest exactly. fucking thing. And, and I never understood people who would go around and say, oh, I laughed my way all the way through that whole movie. I was like, what, what were you laughing at? <laughs> you know, even as, even though I'm an, I know, I mean, an oh atheist God, now, hilarious. I still, I, I'll never be able to view that film as funny. Well, this outcast will bring you right back to it. Okay, all right. Uh, the first thing you see, I think, is a, is a kid that's, yeah, I think possessed. I don't know. It it has to do with kind of possession, but it's really well done. It's really really yeah. good. But very good. Yeah, preacher. I can't wait to see. Yeah. A lot of people are giving it shitty reviews. So, really? Yeah. It, it was. I'm watching mostly comic book. Fans. I'm watching it, and I just kept thinking it seems like the kind of thing that both of you would really love. It's got that. It's uh, both of you would really love. No, I mean it's got me, that kind I, of. I don't know, <laughs> but you guys. No, I you liked idiots. It. Out I liked there. it. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but what do you know about the TV shows that I love? Because I'll tell you, my taste has changed recently. No, I mean I'm just judging based on the kind of movie. Like it actually kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, rock and roll. It's like a lot of characters coming in, a lot of like uh, underground criminal types doing a lot of crazy yeah. shit. 
Because I got to tell you, my taste in TV has changed recently because we haven't had TV in years. Yeah. But now I'm being exposed to television because I got a new gym membership, and in front of all the machines they have television. So now I find myself <laughs> being hooked to programs like The Shark Tank. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I wanted to hate that show, but every time it's on and I start watching, I just I get sucked in, and I'm like, why do I fucking care? Why do I care about it? It's like Chopped. It's like I can't, I can't turn away from an episode of that goddamn show. So, and that's why they run them one after the other. Right. You just Back, get, as soon as you see the P, you go, oh, I got to find out who wins this one. Right. <laughs> and where can I buy it? Yeah. <laughs> that's an awesome idea. I need a donut that floats. <laughs> a donut that floats? Well, because you don't want it to sink into your coffee. Yeah. 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 That's just the asinine <laughs> things that people are inventing out there. I always love, though, on that show when they ask them, they go, well, how, many have you, how much have you sold so far? You know? 50. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, but we think with the right distribution, it's like if it was going to sell, it would be selling right now. You don't need the right distribution. That, that reminds me of uh, um, years ago. I think it was back in maybe the mid to late nineties. Spinal Tap kind of came out with a new album. Yeah, and uh, they oh, were starting yeah, to do yeah. stuff on TV. And, yeah. and uh, one of them, I think it was, I can't remember the character's name, but it was the one played by uh, by uh, Christopher uh, Guest. Guest. And Nigel, and Nigel, yeah, and he he's like, I'm really behind something right now, and it's like, it's dollies for froggies, so we eat their legs, right? And he goes on this drive about something about dollies for froggies, and you have to they have to have little dollies for them because we've eaten their legs. <laughs> Like he's trying to sell it off as some sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, charitable organization. Yeah, I remember an interview with him way back when that movie first came out, and I wish I could find it God, again because it was so, so fun. Yeah, and this was like just like that. They were being interviewed by somebody, and somebody said something like, "A because, uh, you know, are you guys worried at all about the, you know, a lot of rock and roll and especially heavy metal? They seem to be worshiping the devil." And the and the the response of the whole band, they were it was like they were all on the same wavelength right away. They're going. Yeah, we haven't gotten into that, but we're kind of looking into it, <laughs> and it seems like an exciting way to go. You know, we're we're sort of trying to find some time to to invest our you know some energy into it. <laughs> we're looking forward to worshiping the devil eventually, but right now we're on tour. <laughs> no, those guys are they're some of the greatest ad libbers. You know, improvisational people you'll yeah. you'll fucking meet. They they can just turn it on. And well, on. a lot of Christopher Guest movies are like that. All it's of a, them are. Oh, all, really? All of those movies like Best in Show and Waiting oh, for yeah. Guffman, all of that stuff, It's it, it, all of there's no script. Yeah. They just have an idea for their characters, and then they go with it, yeah. and then they have the relative thing. So yeah, all cool. of that stuff is completely ad-lib, and I've heard some interviews with some of the, uh, not the core actors, I mean, I've heard interviews with the core actors, but some of the other actors that were in those, yeah. and like, well, it was the hardest fucking thing they ever did. Because <laughs> you know, there's no script, there's nothing happening, and and but these guys are so good at feeding, yeah, you know, and and bringing it back and forth that you know, and yeah. yes or yes and you know, that kind of improvisational <laughs> stuff that people are able to do, yeah. Oh, this is good beer. We should probably open another one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I got we got a pilsner here. Ooh, you're gonna ruin a. Uh, we can save that. Honestly, yeah. that's um yeah. another test. The, uh, cherry tart. 
Cherry Saison. Ooh, All that right. sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well. So while you're while you're opening that and pour that, I wanted to tell a little uh, story about something that happened to me this week. Um, Excellent. I will. And put it was my, a um, thing down. It was a Jeff moment for me. Jeff I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off that way. You're gonna find out in a minute, and as soon as you hear it, I think you're gonna agree that it is very definitely a Jeff moment. <laughs> Um, I've been taking the bus a lot lately, like uh, because my daughter drives our car sometimes to work while I'm at work, and so I have to grab the bus and Wait take it up Wait, everywhere. Can we, can we, I hate to interrupt your story. <laughs> no, go ahead. That's fine. I don't mind. It, 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 <laughs> you you bought a car. You, you you owned a car. You paid for this car. Yeah. And yet, you got to ride the bus to work. No, I my daughter and I share the car, so sometimes she'll drop me off at work in the morning because she has to go to work later uh-huh. and go to school while I'm at work. So she'll go to school and then she'll take off to work before I'm even off work. And then so my car is parked in the parking lot in the Cordata area, so I have to hop on the bus downtown, take it up to the. So you ride the about bus once with a week, about once a week. Stinky people, no, and crying no, 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 babies. it's not. The buses in Bellingham are awesome. I'm actually enjoying it. They're clean. They're nice looking. Um, they're courte- Everybody's courteous. It's weird. It's not like it used to be. I've ridden the buses in the past, and it was like that, like dirty, run down. And all people. the white people get to sit in front. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the front seats are reserved for uh, for handicapped and elderly. Yes, but yes, and are. that's part of my story is I get on the bus. I'm I'm running to get there on Thursday, and I'm I'm running late. And I see the bus, and it's like a minute past when it's supposed to take off. So I'm I'm kind of I'm walking really fast. I get to it. I get up. And I look down the aisle, and every single seat except for those seats up front are taken. And I think, I don't want to be that asshole that sits in those seats, even if there's nobody here that needs it. I'm not going to do that. There, were two, there was one seat in the back that, with an older guy and an empty spot next to him. So I, I paid. I walked down the aisle. I sat down next to him. As soon as I sat down next to him, he got like just tightened up like... Oh. I was diseased, like I was a leper or something, and I thought, "Oh my God, he's got like some." That kind guy's of, Jeff. He's got some kind of social <laughs> anxiety or something because it was weird. It was like you couldn't have been more clear that he didn't want, you know, yeah. he wanted nobody in his vicinity. So I actually did him a courte- courtesy of doing that thing where I was kind of sitting part way off my seat, you know, with my leg kind of in the aisle, did giving him a little bit more room. I thought, okay, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. It's like I don't, but he did it the whole. It was, I was thinking, you know, eventually as we're riding on this. 12-minute bus ride, you might calm down a little bit. I'm not going to stab you. I'm not going to do anything unexpected. And all the other seats are taken up, and, but he doesn't. And in fact, it seems like he's getting kind of worse. He's kind of like... He starts crawling know, up the and window. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, come on, seriously. And I then, feel the same way if some white, scary dude sits next to me. <laughs> he's trying to rob me. Yeah, well, I'm not. You know, I'm one of the few. Um, but we, we, we drive, and there's a stop at, for this bus trip. At the mall before it reaches the Cordata station, which is about two more minutes away. And at the mall, everybody in all the front seats where we're sitting gets up and gets out. So all of a sudden, it's completely clear. All the seats are open, and it's just me and this guy sitting in the seat. And I started I started to get up, and then that's where my what would Jeff do moment <laughs> came in. And I thought, I'm going to stay in this seat and make this even more awkward than it needs to be. <laughs> And really, what you should have done is just turn to him right as the bus starts taking off and go, finally, we're alone. <laughs> See, I should have been texting you. What do I do next, next Jeff? What do I do? How do I make this even worse? So you made him uncomfortable. I actually did Cordata. it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm not the kind of person to do asshole things like that. But And so like even like as we're pulling out of the mall parking lot, I'm just thinking, should I just get up and move over to the This is an yeah. asshole thing to do. <laughs> And then I think, but no, he's kind of, it's like he's sort of being an asshole to me, too. So I just, I did. I just stayed 
Just stayed in the seat. It was like, yep, we're just like best buds sitting here in the, in the bus. And we get off, and we're and we're walking away, and, and then afterward, I'm kind of laughing about it. <laughs> and now there's a second part of the story that actually has nothing to do with the first, except that it's almost like the universe's way of getting back at me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm walking. I have about a three-minute walk from the bus stop to where my car is usually. And so I'm walking, and behind me, I hear a guy about seven, eight feet back. I hear him going, stop, stop. Stop. And I kind of turn around a little bit looking, and it's like a younger guy. And he's, it's like he's holding up, a, like he's having like a speakerphone conversation. He's got his hand cupped in front of his face. I'm like, okay, this is now here's my chance to feel awkward. You know, you're arguing on the phone with somebody or whatever this is. And we're walking and we're continuing, and I can hear him kind of mumbling stuff, you know, stop, stop. Right. And I'm like, God damn, dude. Seriously, this is awkward. And then a few minutes later, I hear beep, 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 beep. And I'm thinking, oh, somebody on a bike is coming up behind us and wants us to know, or instead of saying on your left or behind you or whatever, they're doing beep, beep. I was like, okay, whatever. So I turn and look. It's the guy, you know, with his hand up to his face, beep, beep. And I turn around and I look, and that's when I realize he doesn't have a phone in his hand. (laughs) And I'm like going, oh my fucking god! And then he's, and then he's doing, you know, I just kind of look, and then I turn back around, and I keep walking. He's like, he's like a few feet behind me. Stop! Stop it! Stop. Collaborate and listen. I was like, oh <laughs> shit! I have to pick up my pace a little bit here because I've got like a nutcase behind. Me. Oh, that's a perfect opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm just waiting for him to, you know, come up, come up to me, and and like uh, the little man that lives in my hand. Is telling me to stab you, but I'm telling him to stop saying that. <laughs> I can't hold him off forever. <laughs> you missed an opportunity to make a friend there, right? Uh, no. <laughs> you did. I think so, too. That's there when you should have turned around and went, I can't! <laughs> and then, then turned around and continue on. He would have stopped at his tracks right there and went... <gasps> So it would have been awesome. So, so maybe, Mike, you're right. There is still a, a bit of weirdness on the bus since I've got, you know. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bit. But they're nice and clean, and they're, they're they are really very nice clean. buses. That is actually the weirdest thing I've had happens in the couple months that I've been doing this. Um, so, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully I don't get any more repeats of that. Speaking of your daughter, is she going to move out, or is she staying home? Or I don't want her to move out. I want well, her I know you don't stay. want her to move out, and it would be smarter for her to stay, but I understand that she's a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old yeah, she woman wants to, she wants that to really wants to not have mom and dad to answer to. Yeah. So is has there been a decision made there? She or? wants to. She wants to. There's no decision there's made. No, yeah, no, she hasn't. There's a lot more to it than I think she realizes. You know, every time she starts talking about it, I'll ask, you know, well, do you guys have your... Because she talks about a friend that she wants to move out with, and I was like, well, do you guys have your deposit saved up? Deposit? That puts a break on it right there, right? Yeah. First, last in deposit. First, I know. And We're I talking about $3,000 right there. In addition there. to that, you're going to need these other things. Oh. Oh, Okay. You know, meanwhile, she's buying all these little household items and stuff for her, you know, putting it in a box in her room. I'm going, sweetie, that's cute, but <laughs> you've got a bigger mountain to climb here. Cause yeah, all you need is a pot, a fork, and a bowl for your maraschan, <laughs> for your fucking ramen. <laughs> okay, the, that's all you need. The deposit. You don't need household items. Yeah. Those are the three things you need. <laughs> Just add water and ramen. Well, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be too much longer before Rick hears a on the door and it's a Craigslist ass. 
ad selling off his Honda so for that first last deposit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm here about the car. That would be the universe getting me back for the awkward moment. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe you victimized a uh, agoraphobic. I that's just, awesome. I didn't. You know, I don't know. I part of me felt like, why, why should I get up and move? Why, why? I mean, is it? Well, is you there something have wrong? To. You're a middle-aged white dude. You should not have to inconvenience yourself. <laughs> For somebody else's disorder, he was an older white dude. So what was the? There was now, now no. You're taking advantage I still of think elderly. you should have turned to him and said, "We're finally alone. <laughs> finally, we're alone." And just watch him just pull on that fucking cord. <laughs> <laughs> bus stop! Bus stop! Oh, let me off! He's <laughs> climbing out the fucking window. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> then you would be the weirdo, and everything would be fine. That would, be, yeah, that's like, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, if you think about, it, you could have just sat there and uncomfortably scratched your crotch the whole time <laughs> and grunted while you were doing it. <laughs> just sit there and start scratching, and then look at him and go, "You want to help? <laughs> A little help here, please." <laughs> You're not doing anything that's with your hands. Awesome. Let's let's get this going. Unfortunately, as Rick will still be taking the bus from here on out, you know, all we're doing is feeding him with ideas. To, to, exactly. To this prey is fun upon on the, the bus. Week. Fun on the bus. If you're going to be on the bus, yeah. at least have fun. That's right. Yeah. Mm. What do we think about Stumptown and their tart cherry saison? Ah, it's I good. Like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, it's it's fruity. I'll give you that. It's. I don't think it's as good as the goes. No, I think I think it was a poor follow up to the goes. Um, I think it would have been better to have this first and then. The yeah, goes, I th- yeah. I, I think but uh, it's okay. It's not bad. I still have this much to drink. Tastes like it's from Everett. To me, <laughs> really? I don't think so. I thought when I poured it, 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 I thought it was very <laughs> clean. Yeah, a clean pour. Like I'm not used to that. But then again, it's a saison, yeah. not a not a a, a sour. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, so it's just a saison. I'm, I'm just getting a lot of funk in it. That's flavor. not saison funk. And it's maybe the cherries. It's the cherries because they're tart. Yeah. It says right on the bottle. They're tart. I read. I read the bottle. I like me a tart. Like her. That's what I was going to ask. What's the What's the woman on the? Uh, I label? like I like my tarts to have. She's the one that bits. picked the cherries and threw them at other people and in, in sexually, and, and then they had to shower. That's just. <laughs> Sorry, that's what's going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. It was an 80s uh, um, softcore porn. Because <laughs> you know what? I grew up with Skinamax, so there yeah. you go. Yeah? We didn't have that. You didn't? Not even not even back in the day where you could um, kind of get the fuzzy channel. That's where you go in say. between, <laughs> and you'd sometimes get the Playboy channel, but it was always an infomercial. Ours was constantly rolling like side to side. So it was like kind of distorted looking, mm-hmm. but like... But like for a, a quarter of a second, every ten seconds or so, it would just like boom. There was like a perfect picture. Then it then it starts rolling again. It's like, damn it, <laughs> that's not enough time to no masturbate. Boobs visible during that one. <laughs> well, what the hell? I wish you could recreate that effect in Tumblr because one of the things I've been trying to do recently is I found like I was getting too dirty, so I started introducing less hardcore porn into my Tumblr feed. Too dirty, okay. Right. So, <laughs> so cars, in other words. Well, well, not necessarily cars, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, sometimes you just want like boobies or models, and it's like let's. Talk. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get rid of any of the hardcore porn. I just started introducing more, 
more like teenage porn, like young boy porn, you know, like like just naked boobies, oh, that kind of stuff. God, okay, naked let's boobies. let's clarify by teenage. Please porn. tell me there's a Tumblr account called Naked Boobies, probably. <laughs> but let's clarify what you meant by teenage porn. You meant porn the teenagers <laughs> would be looking at, right? Okay, because I don't think you. you want that on the podcast in the way that some people might take it. Oh, thank you for clarifying. No, no. <laughs> what, what what I was really getting at is when you start. Well, when I started to first get into porn as as a young man, yeah. you know, you the you start with the Playboy, and the Playboy doesn't even show any bush, or it might show bush, and that's it, and then you get a little bit older, you move into Playboy the was pretty tame. I remember as right. a kid, it seemed really racy and obnoxious, but it was like, as an adult... Like, so, so maybe rather than teenage about. porn, maybe I should clarify and maybe put Playboy porn. I'm adding a little bit of Playboy porn to my oh, feed. Just classy to kinda, porn. Classy porn. Just to, <laughs> just to kind of alter my taste Artistic a little porn? bit. Artisanal Artistic porn? Right. <laughs> But, y- y- you know, if I could add that filter to my Tumblr where it, like, rotates every now and then or breaks up and scrambles and I got to squint at the screen to see it properly, that, that, that might That again, would bring back memories. Right, why Absolutely. not? Why? I'm, I'm going to put in a feature Do you want a technical Tumblr. explanation of why those channels were, were fuzzed out like yeah. that and they kind of came back in and back and forth? Sure. Uh, back when I first started in cable industry, um, we used filters. So when you looked up on the poles, and every once in a while you go somewhere and you'll still see it, especially if you go to like the Eastern Washington, some of the smaller cable systems, yeah. you'll still see them. And they're tubes, sometimes short, sometimes really long. Yeah. And what those tubes do is filter out different channels. So every tube will filter out one channel. Oh. And sometimes oh. on the poles you'll see where, you know how they have uh, the, the, the splitter up there that feeds the houses? Right, you'll see right. the little box up there, and then your houses are fed from that. Right. Um, sometimes you'll see like seven tubes hanging off of that sucker, and those are all those things. So if you really wanted to and you could get up there, you could just take those tubes off, screw your thing into the thing, boom, come down, which happened a lot back oh, in the no day, kidding. and boom, you just got all the channels. Wow. So they never really – they had no way of telling who was seeing what. They no. just um, – Not I, really, I always, no. You're talking about an analog technology that was broadcast signals yeah. on different frequencies. Yeah, there's no feedback. There's no. There's yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. there's no way. You just they're just so they're basically sending the entire thing out to everybody, but then stopping mm-hmm. blocking it for blocking places. it at the pole. Yeah, that's weird. That's very interesting. Why the hell? Why the hell didn't I know that back? Then? I know. And if, <laughs> if if everybody had known that, everybody would have had free cable. There would everywhere. have been fewer fewer kit or fewer males, I should say. Uh, you know, doing the quarter second jerk off every like <laughs> yes. ten seconds, one stroke. Oh shit! We, Is that it's coming back? There we go. There we go. Oh damn it! Damn it! There was a cock. <laughs> I guess I'm gay now. <laughs> that was someone's ass. I couldn't even tell which one it was. It was... <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no wonder I'm so. I can sh- pretend short, short duration, man. I, and that explains it all. Now, I mean, I, I kept blaming it on all, all these other things. It was that it's that thirty second jerk off you'd get before the screen would flip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, tra- I trained yeah. myself the wrong way. Sorry, I had Skinamax. I had uh, Lady Chatterley's Lover. Um, what else did we watch? Uh, we, me, me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do that thing as a kid where you'd watch, you know, you'd, you'd hear the rumor that some movie had like a really raunchy scene in the middle of it somewhere, and so you're, you're just like you sit through this entire piece of shit movie, and then Waiting it's like, the tits. yeah, it's like 15 seconds of like not even what you were mad. That was in every your mind. 80s movie, by the <laughs> way. I don't know if you know this, but when I grew I, up, every movie PG, PG 13, yeah. or sometimes G, at least had an ass in it. <laughs> Come on, Splash was G. Was it? Was I it think it was G. I wow. think it was. It may have been PG, but it, I think it was G. It yeah. was the first Disney movie with ass in it. Wow, with a naked boo- booty. 
<laughs> back when we called it a butt. Yeah. In the old days. Butt. In the old days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, yeah, every kid in the neighborhood says booty all the time. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is with the booty thing? And what's funny like, is I, re- I remember movies, too, where you know people would say, oh, yeah, there's this really raunchy scene in it. And then you would watch it. And I remember watching movies like that, and nothing happened through the entire movie. And thinking, what? Why? Why does everybody? F-? And then I, that was always in Aberdeen. That's raunchy. No, I know, but no. The uh, you you clarified it for me once when you mentioned that a lot of uh, cable companies and sometimes the video co- stores would have censored versions of mm-hmm. some of these movies where it would be Blockbuster would was take, good for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ballbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's um, not surprising to me at all. They were a shitty company, but um, yeah, that's uh, I was you know I was they were kind about. of owned by a Christian group, so that's why you would never find uh, Last Temptation of Christ in that oh. in their video stores and a lot of those type of movies, especially anything that portrayed Christ in a different view of themselves. Oh. And uh, you would always find the family version of every movie in their store, so you would never ever ever have like you get. They probably wouldn't even have Angel Heart, but. If they did, yeah. they would have cut out all the scenes where she gets shot in the, you know, pudenda. <laughs> <laughs> she gets shot in the pudenda in that movie? Yeah. God, I remember watching it. You don't remember that? Just, just... <laughs> yeah. Sticks it right up there and pulls the trigger. Yeah, it's messed up. It's a good movie. Yeah. Robert De Niro as the devil was pretty good. Back when he was Robert De Niro and not whatever he is now. He's a caricature of Robert De Niro, basically. Uh, yeah, he's like, I'm old and I'm going to do comedy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that's you're not. Weird. No, you're not. It's a paycheck. <laughs> Pretty much. I think that's what he's doing. I think he probably has enough ex-wives and kids, probably. H- hookers to... and blow ain't cheap. <laughs> no wonder he made Dirty Grandpa. He could just get it all done at once. And who was it? Oh, the actress that's in Dirty Grandpa. Mm-hmm. She's the same girl that was in... Uh, um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. She right. plays mm-hmm. what's her name, uh, the blue haired girl in that. The World. She plays the World. Um, uh, she's in that movie, and she was on Harmontown. and she's <laughs> she basically admitted, "Yeah, I get I get to fuck Robert De Niro." <laughs> she she's so deadpan, and her humor is like kind of like that too. She's a very cool kid, cool lady. I almost said kid. I shouldn't. She's twenty something years old, but uh, uh, she's a very cool Fair lady. Game. Fair game, 20-something. Yeah, Yeah, I'm 40-something, so 20 years ago, I was a kid. I remember distinctly being a kid 20 years ago. But uh, uh, she, yeah, she, she, yeah, I I get to fuck Robert in there. I get to fuck an old guy. (laughs) He's so funny. He's not funny. He's not funny at all. Yeah. So I agree with you guys. I think I would rate this, uh, this, this. Tart's cherry from Stumptown Brewing, um, a notch lower than the than the grapefruit. Well, let's mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go with the grapefruit goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do we give Zenith from Ecliptic? I'd Did I say a, it right? I'd give it a four. And if it's before noon, I'm giving it a four. I'm I'm. <laughs> if it's before noon, it's afternoon. I don't yeah. know what the, <laughs> the, the rating changes later in the day. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't want to drink it like uh, in oh the yeah, afternoon, yeah. but in yeah, the morning, right. man, that's, that's this would go good with like a meal or like yeah. an after meal type of thing. Yeah, and especially if it's early day, like this is a brunch right. beer. Brunch beer. That's I a- just. Came up with something. It's called a brunch, brunch beer. beer. Yeah, <laughs> brunch beer. I'm oh like, God, I'm so white. That's a good beer if you don't want to get. 
If you're trying to avoid a date rape, that's probably a good beer for it, right? Yeah, It's like four and a half percent. You could drink it. You're not going to pass out. Yeah, you're not going to want to make out with a stranger. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. See. Or, or like, uh, what's your name? Uh, sleep with a homeless guy. Yeah. That was so good. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd give it a four. And now let's go to Stumptown. We're talking maybe a three. Yeah. I think it's three. That'd be generous. Uh, uh, yeah, it's exactly. You think what so? I was gonna I, say. Yeah. Three. Three. If I'm in a really good mood. <laughs> <laughs> Two point nine. If I'm not, if I've just had a prostate milking and I still got that afterglow on my face. <laughs> but enough about your doctor visits. <laughs> oh no, that's, he did that here. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I mean, you asked all why I drove up. <laughs> yeah, I've, it's something we do once in a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, yeah, I'll clarify that. That's nice. Grab the teats on his prostate and just pull. <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> I really bring an element to this podcast. You do, you do, you really do. Nobody talks about prostate milking <laughs> like you do. Prostate milking. <laughs> you have to get up yeah. at like four in the morning to do this shit. <laughs> well, the sun can't be up or it runs and hides away, you know? Yeah, luckily they have machines now. You just hook it up and just walk away. Oh, God. Now I'm picturing like at a dairy farm, but it's a row of guys with shit jammed up there. <laughs> Just going. <laughs> <laughs> Little kids going on a tour through there. <laughs> and this kid's Miss <laughs> Zandar's uh, uh, second grade class coming through. <laughs> Would you like to try to milk him? <laughs> oh, yikes. Watch the kittens come and lick it. Oh, ew. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry I even said it. No, not good. <laughs> now we're getting now we're getting into uncomfortable territory, are we? <laughs> what? I, it's like I sat next to you on the bus unexpectedly. That's what's going on. Now. It's gotten very, very awkward. So now you know what Jeff would do. I do know what Jeff would do. <laughs> that is going to be my new uh, way. That's gonna that's gonna be my new guide through life. Is the WWJD. What would Jeff do? <laughs> fuck Jesus. What would Jeff do? <laughs> that needs to be a Jeff would probably stare. fuck Jesus. Possibly. <laughs> He'd at least milk his prostate. <laughs> oh, you're damn right. <laughs> Jesus had a prostate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. But no, I think these two beers, um, yeah, ecleptic, ecle- ecliptic. God damn it. <laughs> ecleptic? What? <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, the Zenith Grapefruit Goose for Stumptown. I gave it a three. You guys were like in two, maybe. You know, they'd probably uh, share us more tray. often. I gave if it you a three. Would pronounce it right. Now, maybe two and a half. Two. I, I pronounce it correctly when I'm off mic. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> as soon as you put the mic on and I look at the word and Duh! <laughs> I am I'm my goose is cooked. <laughs> I actually think this would it'd be significantly better beer if there was a slightly more of the cherry flavor. If it was a little more pronounced. I think yeah, I think that's I think, probably part of the problem is that I, I'm expecting to taste a lot more cherry in it than than I'm getting. Either yeah, more cherry flavor. So at that point, it's almost like a, a lambic. You know, it's almost like uh, yeah. I guess not quite that far, but maybe just a you know, it needs a little bit more. But it's, or a little more tart. Yeah. You know, maybe if it didn't taste like the cherry seeds. I mean, <laughs> cherry seeds. <laughs> that's all I'm getting out of it. Is is is, is like a dirt musky. Really, I'm not getting that. I'm just for me. Earthy. It's just, no, I'm getting a very fresh flavor. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Try some more because I don't want to be drinking this anymore. <laughs> Why are you guys sober? <laughs> oh, 
why are we sober? <laughs> what other podcast has one member crying, asking the others why they're still sober? <laughs> I ask you. Um, you know, uh, we expect lists. I don't know if you guys caught this or not. There was some news stories out this week about the the company that makes SodaStream. You guys know what that is, right? Uh uh-uh, uh no. It's a it's a home. Um, device oh, where you yes. can put, yeah, you can take like the syrup for soda, and you can, and it'll pump the the CO2. Yeah, you take your it. own water, you put it in the goddamn it yeah. the bottle, and then it'll inject the CO2 or whatever it is in there, yeah. and then you can just put your own flavors in it. Yeah, and puzzlingly enough, it's more expensive than just buying pop off the shelf. So, <laughs> which is funny because that's one of their selling points is like, why buy pop when you <laughs> can make your own? It's so much cheaper. That's like mm-hmm. Deanne and I bought a bread machine ages ago back in the nineties before I before I realized I could actually make. My my own bread by hand and we bought one and we literally used it three times it cost like 80 bucks and i was like that was really expensive bread <laughs> yeah <laughs> really three loaves for 80 bucks that's yeah. that's um yeah you're talking yeah. almost 25 dollars a it's, pop for a loaf of bread yeah you might, you might want to have like a garage sale and see if you can't recoup some of that cost <laughs> it's long gone now yeah. I, I chucked it ages ago I was like, I'm tired of looking at this thing. I'm tired of looking at the bread. You just left it out on the counter. It's making me angry every time I look at it. <laughs> fuck you, bread machine. It almost ruined their marriage, but finally they just fucking just got rid of this shit. Rick was going to bed every night bitter. Fucking bread machine. Fucking $27 over the bread machine was becoming too much. Believe me, we had a few nighttime discussions about that, you know, laying in bed to go to go to sleep. You know, it's like that bread machine. Why did we fucking get it? Like, shut up. Just use it more. Just use it more. I don't really even like the bread that it makes. Well, shut up about it then. (laughs) A little the mild arguments, you know, at night. (laughs) So here's a little hint I'll give you. Don't make any decisions after having a prostate milked, right? Yeah. Keep the decision making. Push it out a few hours. Right. When they ask for the bread machine afterwards, just say, nah, let's just give it a couple hours. Ask me again, and you'll probably make the right decision next time. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's an expensive it. machine, it's like it's like those people that are like, oh god, I've always wanted a, a hot tub, or I've always wanted a swimming pool, or I've always wanted this. Yeah. When every time you get that, and I learned this when I was younger, like because I kept buying all that shit, and that's why I don't have any money today <laughs> <laughs> because I kept buying all that shit. And and uh, you buy it, you use it once, and then it just sits there. Yeah. Like I, I who was it? My my cousin had. A, she, I think she built a swimming pool in their house. In the, the house? Yeah, it's an indoor swimming pool. So it was, they have a big giant room attached to their house that's yeah. a swimming pool. Oh, I see. When their kid was young, he's college age now. When their kid was young, yeah, he used it quite often. But mm-hmm. my uncle, her father, used it more. He would just come over and go, I'm going to do some laps. And he used it actually more than they did. And I had this discussion with her. She was like, I don't really regret doing it because it actually adds to the property value a little bit, yeah. which is fine. But it, it's like, we don't. It's not like we go and use it. They would, she said, mm. you know, sometimes it'd be better just to build a hot tub. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So. We, uh, but they I, built their own house. So, w- one know. of our uh, relatives has a, has a pool table, has a room upstairs where there's a pool table. Yeah, and we stayed was... there. We stayed there. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't played pool in ages. And I was just on that thing nonstop, you know? And, and at one point I even said, am I, do you guys want me to like stop doing there? No, if you're enjoying it, have fun. And I was like, all right, cool. And we kept playing, and I was playing games with Mason and stuff. And then after that, it was like several weeks of me telling Deanne, how could we, could we get a pool table? And somehow, like, could we, where could we put it? 
the garage. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I kept telling her. I was like, we could do it in the garage, and I could clean out all the stuff from the side, and we could just scoot it out of the way when we don't want it, and bring it back over. And then mm-hmm. that's what started. It started to occur to me. I was thinking, you know what it becomes? A storage unit. I know exactly. I was like, I would play it furiously for like a month or so, and then that would be, mm-hmm. then it would be like. Mm. I can Done. speak from experience. Yeah. Uh, when we lived in town, yeah, this is when my wife and I first got married, we uh, ended up with a pool table in our garage at the place we were renting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great for when we had parties. Luckily, we had a few parties. You know, we had quite a few parties, but yeah. really, it just became a storage unit. It, shit just piled up on it. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And it was such, it was uh, actually, um, Dave called me up. Dude, I got a line on a pool table. We're bringing it to your house. I'm like, we're bringing it to my house. Okay. <laughs> That's just how Dave worked. <laughs> Let's just get something. Take it to Jeff. Yeah, we win. We got it. And so we, we, luckily it was, I think it was a free one or maybe paid 50 bucks for it. Wow. But moving that thing was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous, as they'd say in the South. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, and I know we were just at my mom's memorial last weekend, but one of the mm-hmm. big things that they always had was a pool table, like at my, my papa's house, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Non-stop, man. If they weren't playing cards, they were playing pool. So this, well, they might have been the exception to the rule, but they wore the pool table out. They're, no, that's that awesome. Wow. I mean, there obviously has to be people out there that do that. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, you know, it was always like there was always so much family around that, you know, I mean, if it was just me sitting at home, I would play pool by myself. No. No, but you know, this is you know a, a slightly different generation where you know one or two of the uncles lived there. Fam- everybody was close, so everybody yeah. hung out at the house all yeah. the time. So the pool table was in continual use. So I grew up with that, but I never yeah. learned how to play pool for shit. Yeah, I had we. I grew up with one in our house. My parents actually built a room onto the house, onto the back of our house, to so that they could put a pool table in. The house the pool table. Yeah, they they built wow. a room. They knocked down the garage that we used to have behind our house, and then built this big rec room. It was really awesome. The rest of our house was like this rundown piece of shit. Why would they tear down the garage when they have the a garage? Was there something wrong with the garage? No, my mom went outside one day to do the laundry, and she we used to be like one of those things where you'd go out the back door out of the kitchen, and there's like a little landing, and to the right there were stairs that went down outside to the back to the end of our driveway, mm-hmm. and then you'd go out into it was like a detached garage, but there was, yeah. it was joined like that. And my mom went out to do laundry because the washer and dryer was out there. And she went down the stairs and went over to the... She was carrying the, the laundry, and a giant rat went right over her foot. And so after <laughs> that day, she was like, no, I'm done. We're getting rid of that, and we're going to replace this room with something else. So the garage got knocked down and replaced with a rec room. It just seems like kind of a waste to, to me because... The, you have a big box of a building. You could just reinforce the whole thing. Oh no! It was the house was, was it pretty bad. The house was really old. Yeah. Oh, so that's okay. why I was just saying it was kind of funny. The rest of our house was like really ancient looking and run down, and then we had this beautiful rec room in the back. Well, it was a shrine to playing, right? Yeah. It was. It was very cool. My parents brought that pool table in, and I loved it. And they taught me how to play. They were both really good at it. They taught me how to play. I got really good at it. It's like one of the few um, games, non-video, non-role-playing games that I'm actually really good at. Yeah. And um, I, because I just grew up playing it nonstop. But you're right. Yeah, I remember they had a, a little table that went, a wood board that went on top that turned it into a ping pong table. Mm-hmm. And I remember after you know a couple of years of owning it, the ping pong table ended up on top. Boxes, some clothes over here, a few things over here. It was like yeah, it became like a big table for you know storing it's shit. A storage unit. Yeah. 
But I have to admit, I mean, I miss having one. I, I loved playing that as a kid. I love pool. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm good at it. I can play it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can win. <laughs> but my game was uh, darts. That's yeah. what my par- my uncle taught me to play darts, and we yeah. spent many an hours in a derelict bar playing darts. Yeah, I went to Seattle um, ages and ages ago when I was on a, first got on this Pink Floyd list on the internet and got to know a bunch of people in Seattle who are also Pink Floyd fans. And I, we went there, what? and we got together All five of them. Yeah, <laughs> we got together in a bar, and we decided to break off into teams to uh, to play. And of course, you know, I'm like the pudgy nerdy guy, like uh, last to be picked, you know, last to figure out. That's who, not all team. Pink Floyd fans. No, no, not really. Is there different stratas? Yeah. But um and then of oh, course Oh, it's a hierarchy, sir. <laughs> it's a fucking hierarchy. And then of course I uh, I proceeded to become like the the pool, like the best player in the entire group and everybody's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Guess we should have picked him, huh? I know. Next time, go with the pudgy nerd. Fuck it. Put on dark side again. <laughs> they monopolize the jukebox. It's all Pink Floyd. All, all the time. But God. back then, I bet the Pink Floyd and the jukebox was only two albums. Dark Side and Division Bell. Those are the only two fucking things in the goddamn jukebox. Yeah. Yeah. No metal to be found. Yeah. But I was I was starting to talk about the uh, about the soda stream. They're they're putting <laughs> half an hour. Ago. Wow, <laughs> we went way off base. There. That was a detour. We went to see the biggest ball of twine, and now we're back on the freeway. <laughs> the, the company that does soda stream is doing this thing called beer bar, which is basically the same concept. It's like the soda stream, but for beer. Well, no, yeah, no, I know. You, you know, and finally, you can make quality beer at home cheaper than you can get it elsewhere. <laughs> I, just, you already uh, can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me I can make my own bread. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wine. You can make your own root beer, for crying out loud. But I, the, the reason I bring this up is not because, frankly, reading the description of it, it makes me completely disinterested in it. But um, it's, it's interesting that it's taking off. Um, the article says that several other companies are jumping into this, that the, uh, the thing we've talked about before, the Pico Brew. Yep. Yeah. That's actually been moderately successful, I guess, despite mm-hmm. the cost. I think we were all well. Put they're off on by the, the what cost. the third generation of oh, are product? they? Yeah, I believe so. Wow, wow. They're second or third generation. I, I don't remember which. I would, I would think that would be way too niche of a like little, too little of a thing to, to really be yeah, taking but, off. Yeah, you but know, I mean, look where craft beer's really but, gone. I mean, you know, we, I mean, yeah, they make them so cheap. Yeah, I mean, what are they? Maybe two, three hundred dollars? No, they're. 11, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's what was wow. put when we talked about this previously about the Pico Brew. That's what all of us were kind of like, wow, it's, it was really pricey. It was like close to 2000 I would chip in for it, but I don't know if I'd buy one on my own. Yeah, I don't think I would right. buy one. I mean, I, I, I kind of went through a little phase about a month ago where I was kind of looking up all that stuff. Yeah. Because I really wouldn't mind trying to brew again. Um, and I just, I know, <laughs> no. It's it's basically the K cup of fucking beer. Yeah, it's really, what it is. It's a K cup of beer. And then I went, mm, that's good. No, I don't want a Keurig beer machine. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, I would rather fucking have that smell throughout my house of the the yeast and eating all that sugar to yeah. create yumminess <laughs> than a fucking machine on my very limited counter space. Have you guys had any of the Keurig coffee, like the K-Cups? Have you guys ever had any of that? It's fucking foul. It's horrid, man. But I don't like drip coffee. And that's basically what it is. I don't like drip. I'm okay with that. Drip coffee is not as bad as this stuff. Deanne got um, three free boxes of those little cups, which are insanely fucking expensive Mm -hmm. to begin with. But she got three of those for free. 
and from a local company. I won't mention who it is, but it's a, it's. I looked at that and I go, okay, that's a, like a, maybe the coffee's actually pretty good with these. Those guys. fucking yeah. assholes. Those guys. Those goddamn <laughs> fucking. But I, I took them to work because we have one of those machines at work, and I'd never thought of using it. And I went and I I made it, and I literally the first time I made one, I actually tossed it. And I thought, what the hell happened? You screwed it up. <laughs> I know. I thought, did I do something wrong? Wait. Cup, water, clothes, button. Yeah. And then I started, I started, I was like looking around. I go, does it need to be cleaned? It tastes like I just got like all kinds of gunk. Dregs. From, it yeah. tastes like the dregs of a coffee cup. A coffee and pot. so I actually, t- you know, I started wiping out the insides of it a little bit. And I was getting like a little bit of stuff out of it. But it wasn't like particularly dirty. Mm. So I, I ran another one. And it tasted exactly the same. And I'm like, is this... Is this what this tastes like? Do either of you remember percolators? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. using percolators and drinking coffee out of that? You want, you want to see my burn? Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. But that's what those taste like is the last cup in a percolator. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like way too, way too. Um, I want to say strong, but it's, it's not too that strong. strong. There's just foul flavor. Yeah. It, it tastes like the ass end of anything. <laughs> it really does. The ass end of coffee. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, it's it's pretty nasty. It's just horrid. I, I, what do I, we think? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I only recently had one. It was like uh, the new place where I'm working. Like Everybody drinks one. There's one mm-hmm. in a shared office. So I, yeah. ah, let me try one of these. You, you know there's a problem when there's a button that says one cup or two. And I go, wait, but it's the same amount of coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, you can't it's double. For weaker coffee. You can't. No, it doesn't. That doesn't make coffee weaker. It makes it more sour, more bitter, more mm-hmm. yucky. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So That's... They're, they're fucking up the ratio. They probably put like a teaspoon of sh- coffee in there and then push the button, pour That's, as much water on it That's... as you want. That's why I got the, the French press, and this oh, yeah. is probably the best thing I ever bought. $40. You can buy a coffee maker for $40. Right. Yeah. This is a better coffee maker. What is that? French press. It's just oh, French it's press. Just a French press. And I, it's also uh, like I was telling him. It's a, th- uh, a kind of a thermos, right. yeah. so it stays hot, and oh, it doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't break. The, the thing with the and it's not going to break because it's not glass. Yeah. I was so. so blown away with the French, the taste that uh, you guys were getting out here with your French press that mm-hmm. I, you know, I bought one for me. Yeah. But after the experience, you know, the experience with this K cup crap, I was like, I'm going to buy a little French press at work, like for one cup, and then I've got like. Coffee grounds that I take with me that I yeah. that I grind at home and then take it with me in, in a container. And it's I used just to like do that's that. like way better, such a way better option, and it's mm-hmm. cheaper. Yeah, it ends know, up being well. cheaper because once you buy it, you're going to use it forever. Oh yeah, yeah. And more than all you have to do at that point is need hot water and coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you don't have to go out and buy all these goddamn cups. And my, I um, I ended up at work. Uh, we would have like these big. Uh, uh, we would invite all our VIPs, basically the whales, the big the big players, yeah, at, at, to come and involve themselves in a in a nice little slot tournament that we'd put on at a private party for them, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, we would give a gift bag, like a swag bag, like in Hollywood, it's very common, um, and in in a lot of business type things, it's very common. Right. And one year they gave the Keurigs. And I had that fucking thing sitting in there because I'm never going to fucking use it. I've already used it in the office, and it was fucking foul. So I'm not using the ass coffee again. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I, I sat, it, sat there for years, and uh, for about a year. And my mom came over at some point and saw that and was, oh, I've always wanted one of those. I'm like, guess what you're getting for Christmas? <laughs> She's like, oh, just wrap it up. And that's what I did. I wrapped it up for Christmas, stuck it under the tree. They came over. She opened it up. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> nice. So my mom now has the Keurig. Yeah. 
that uh, you would find in every hotel room on this planet now. Yeah. Well, hopefully she enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. she does. She loves the hell out of it because she's the only one in the house that drinks coffee. Mm-hmm. There's her and my dad. Yeah. Who's like, if it's not water, mm, fuck it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, my dad can't drink hot anything. Like, no tea. He doesn't like, no, it has to be cold, cold water or cold soda. Yeah. He's weird. Yeah. yeah. But I'm weird too. So, but yeah, she loves it. She can make her one cup, be done. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I guess if you're not too picky about the flavor of coffee and you just want to be able to quickly produce one cup, I, you know, I don't know. Still, I don't know. It's, you know, what what I got at the house, I got the uh, the electrical kettle. The, 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 the electric kettle. I know I need to buy one. And so you just yeah. have warm water all the time, and then you just put a couple scoops of coffee in, stir, wait two minutes, pour. Yeah, yeah. Four minutes, but that's okay. Yeah, it's it's a little more inconvenient. Four minutes. He's in a hurry, damn it. <laughs> Some, it's a little inconvenient than the fucking K cup, but you know I'm not destroying the world, and I get an awesome cup of coffee every time. Yeah, not yeah. not a kind of good. I get an awesome. And you can use those grounds in your compost. I think mm-hmm. you should know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good for your compost. Jeff, please tell us you're a vegan. <laughs> Now all I need is a fucking French press for beer, right? Where's yeah. that at? Yeah. And, you know, I thought the Pico <laughs> I, Brew was it, but, you know, Jeff's telling me no, so it's like, well, okay. I, no, I don't take my advice. I just don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Maybe it is for you. Right. Well, Maybe. see, I thought the Pico Brew would be nice if you could develop your own recipes and mix yeah. mix the pack to your specifications. Yeah. Use your I don't own know hot. if you can, but, but you can. Yeah, you, you, with the Pico Brew, you can. That was one of their selling points is that they weren't. At so you time, can use it for microbrewing, yeah, like yeah. your and, own beer. And they were that was one of their markets was not just uh, home people who wanted to do it at home, but also breweries that wanted to do tests, very small batches. Yeah, yeah. So, huh. but you know, I don't know. I mean, it, I guess. Well, I know a lot of breweries have their K cup versions of their beers. Yeah. If you go to their website, which I've done a couple of times, and they got some pretty good breweries there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like uh, not ten barrel, but they have a lot of uh, like brewery. Like, I think Bridgeport is is isn't that where we're drinking? No, it's not. No, we're drinking Iron Horse, but uh, Bridgeport's there. Fremont, Iron I think, Horse. has a beer for them. Yeah. Um, a lot of micro brews from all over the Northwest have their stuff there. Interesting. I think even Green Flash has one of their beers that you can brew there. Well, that implies that the results of that must live up to their expectations. Unless I would think there's so. enough money involved. Yeah, if we're talking about Fremont, Fremont's not putting their name on anything that's not quality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So and a lot, and that's what I I, I viewed from the, the the list of breweries that they had. Some I wouldn't trust. Some mm. are Budweiser, but there is some there that are you know. Yeah. These are wow. These are Seattle fucking real breweries that. So what they're really saying is, even with Everett water, you're going to get a good glass of beer. <laughs> I think they suggested uh, distilled. Uh, <laughs> distilled Everett water. Distilled <laughs> Artisanal yeah. water. Yeah. That gets the needles out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you don't want needles in your water. You don't want- <laughs> really that was the problem with that whole Halloween thing. They had yeah. needles in the water. <laughs> mm. 
What do we th- what do we think of the Farmlandia from Iron Horse? Iron Horse is is one of the uh, breweries that I God I desperately want to go to, but every time I'm in Ellensburg, it's usually like at nine in the morning or noon. Yeah, and yeah. they don't open till four. So exactly the same problem. You know, it's always when I'm passing through, and I'm passing through never. And I've I've talked to a couple people that went there, yeah, and yeah. they said it's a fantastic. Like the beer at because it's always like this. The beer at the brewery they have different flavors, of yeah. course, at the brewery, so you get a variety, and it's all amazing. Right, right. So, and right there at the tip of Hop Country. So, you know, why wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it's right the there. only brewery in Ellensburg, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. But uh, yeah, mm. it's, it's it's pretty good beer, and you can get it at a lot of uh, like a lot of places where you can't get a good beer. They'll usually have like uh, the Irish Death, mm-hmm. which is a terrific yeah. beer. It's a, it's a solid. Uh, what is it? I think it's just an ale, isn't it? Oh, the Irish Death. No, that's a stout. No. Irish death. No. No. <laughs> I don't. I am, I'm going to Google the, the shit out of Irish death. The podcast has come to a halt. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the immovable force, unstoppable force has hit the immovable object. <laughs> not sure how we're going to. And work. we're about to sing that song, by the way. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Mike. Farm. <laughs> Farmlandia. Farmhouse. Yeah, I would. I. I'd put this about on the same level as the last one we had. I'd give it about a three. Um, it's not blown me away. It's not, you know, it's not terrible, but it's just not. It's a th- it's yeah, not three, jumping three out. and a half. Yeah. yeah. It's not giving me a hand job. <laughs> no, it's a nail. <laughs> what is Irish Death? Irish Death. Dark. It's a dark ale. It's a dark smooth ale. Do they have yeah. different things labeled Irish Death? Because I was thinking you were right. I was thinking it was a stout. It's, and it's labeled as a dark smooth ale. So it is an oh. ale. Yeah. And it is their signature. So I mean yeah. it's and it's an amazing beer. It really is a good beer. I've had their uh, special version of it. Yeah. Like their, you know That is so it's so black. How is that how is that not a stout? What's the difference between that and a stout? If we had Brandon the beer nerd here, he could tell us. <laughs> I wish we had Brandon the beer nerd here, but Give him 15 minutes I, I to talk when, about. I, I love when he drops knowledge about the beer. I do too, I, actually. Oh, I it's just love fun. his knowledge. Yeah. And the, and he drops it. Right now, they have the 509 style, the black IPA, which is discontinued, unfortunately. I've had their black IPA. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Cozy Sweater, Decision Maker, Double Rainbow, which we've had on the podcast. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That was a really good one. Farmlandia, which is what we're having now. If I can get rid of this stupid fucking pop-up bullshit, go away. I don't care how big her boobs are. Go away. Thank you. <laughs> Finger Gun IPA. Oh, where was that ad when I was in high school? I want a beer called Gary. Oh, look, there is a beer called Gary. <laughs> Do they just give their uh, their beers the most bland names? That <laughs> is a great idea. <laughs> it, it, it would be cool awesome idea. to have beer and just call it people's names. Like, yeah. this is Kevin. <laughs> how do you like? How you liking the Kevin? How you liking Kevin? You know, just weird fucking names. Yeah. Yeah. Shaniqua. How's Shaniqua? She's a Saison. <laughs> That's a slightly too uh, exotic sounding. We need we need to just keep it plain. Okay. Uh, Marie Chantel. Yeah. That's the Saison. <laughs> it's a French farmhouse ale. No. And need... then, yeah, you do it by country. And like, hey, <laughs> okay. that's a Mexican lager. That's, that's Juan. <laughs> well, I'm still, I'm still going to go with the beer shrine on this. I love how they name most of their beers after Pixie songs. That's true, yeah. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that. Okay, that's interesting. I never caught that. Yeah, there's a ton of Pixies references in their beer. Oh, names. that's cool. yeah. Interesting. No, and I've I've I talked a little bit with their brewer. I think his name is actually Kevin, if I remember correctly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember because I'm terrible with fucking names. But um, I'm terrible with a lot of things. But um, 
he's a really cool guy, very laid back, subdued dude, and I've seen him all over the place. Yeah. And it's funny how every brewery around here like completely respects him because he's just by himself in the back of the North Fork yeah. making his beer. Yeah, that's it's just him by himself. One person literally one person on his makes own? almost all the beer for uh, them, and he does collabs once in a while. A guy wow. I uh, know at work, he's one of our bakers, um, did a collab with him. Yeah, and I think we've had that beer. We may not have. I, I had the beer. They're very low exactly. key too. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. for for being so as good as they are, it's weird. They're, they're still. Not... I am really surprised they're still a small batch brewery because they, yeah. they could be so much more if they really can very like put the, some uh, like the Pixies again. <laughs> like they're really good, but they keep everything really low key. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting that they, uh, you know, they really could push that. You mm-hmm. know, like some of the other breweries in town. And, and oh, and, if they could get... start canning, I'm sure. Yeah. They would, oh, yeah. They would. They would just blow the doors off of even yeah. Melvin at some point. I mean, because right. they, they make such great beer out there. That guy makes such great beer. Yeah. And maybe he just doesn't want to do big batch. And yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, and you, then you got to start having a team, and then you got to bring in more equipment. And uh, and they do not have room for that equipment. Have you seen the room? No. Have you been to the North Fork? I have. Yeah, you've been to the North Fork, and you've parked kind of out in the front, and you walked by. You had to walk across the building and then up the ramp and through. Oh yeah, right yeah. now. When you look in the windows, you can see kind of that little cubby that's you have to go down the stairs where we were with uh, my wife's birthday, I think, or oh, my okay, birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to go down those stairs. Behind there is a tiny room where they do all the brewing. Oh, that's really? It. That's the, all the room they have. Is that it basically? It's about the probably, probably less than this. It's probably you. You continue this wall. That's that's where yeah. They it's have. not much bigger than than. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, that, so that, it's that's, very small. But wow. that's essentially what Melvin was brewing out of uh, mm-hmm. up, up until their brewery opened earlier this year. But God damn it, they perfected their beers and they're canning them now and they're fucking everywhere and you should go out and buy them now. Which, yeah. you know, and we were talking about this conundrum yesterday was the fact that, yeah, I can walk into just about everywhere now and there's Melvin. So it's like, how am I going to buy anything else? Like, unless I'm in the mood for a Saison, if, if, I want, like a, if I want a pale ale, an IPA or a double IPA, the three most perfect of them are sitting there every time. Why would I buy anything else? Right, <laughs> it's like ruined me. Yeah, yeah. It, and I'm so glad they're opening up a uh, brew pub in Bellingham. Yeah, That's so awesome. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I think we should definitely do a podcast there um, as soon as possible. Well, as soon as they open. In fact, before <laughs> they open, we'll just break in. Well, we got that. <laughs> They have to know who we are at this point. I mean, at least have some idea. I know, and I still have that guy's number, and I need to get a hold of him so he can come on the podcast. Right, right. And what it would be cool is to meet him out, like, at uh, the North Fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know cool. he probably knows who Kevin is. Or the, I, I actually, Kevin, I, I talked but. to him and I asked him about the North Fork, and he hadn't had it, but he had heard of it. That's right. That's it. why I thought yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that would be perfect. And we've got the mobile studio now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. and I think I think it's a great idea. And and we'll, we'll get on it. I'll get on it. I'll get a hold of him this right. week, and maybe in a couple of weeks we'll sit down with him. Well, at I got to be Fork. up here in two weeks, so maybe you could schedule it for that Friday. <sighs> Friday. Well, in a couple of weeks, I will be working five days a week again. Uh huh. Um, my, my a seven to three shift, so not too bad. Oh yeah, that's not, not too bad. bad. Um, I got a bit of a bump at work. I'm now a slot tech manager instead of just a slot shift manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm being separated from dealing with the guests. I say dealing cool. with the guests. The guests aren't really that bad. It's yeah. the employees that are shit. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you have the perfect attitude for management. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I actually like most of my employees, or all of them, actually. They're all... Okay, most. Most uh, of them are okay. Most of them are okay. I'm just qualifying. I'm doing a, a Rick qualification. <laughs> you know, I mostly like my employees. <laughs> but, uh, um, so I, I get to separate myself from that and, and just concentrate on, on doing this, because we're coming up with a big project. Yeah. So, yay me. I mean, they, they thought enough of me to do this, so... Yeah, that's cool. Thank, that's very cool. Thank the universe for for all the luck that I've garnered throughout. I'm waiting for the day when the karma wall is going to fucking fuck me up. That karma bus is going to fucking just come right out of nowhere, <laughs> and boom, no more Jeff. Well, so what have you done to build up bad karma? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea, but I know it's coming. <laughs> you know, do you ever get that? Like, uh, things are going so well. Yeah. Fucking yes. Damocles is fucking going to happen at I some know. point. I that know. sword is going to drop and right on my fucking head. I never used to get that at when I was younger, but nowadays it's, I do that all the time. Because well, when I you're young, you really don't notice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking do. You're just yeah. going along, and things are going great, and until you get hit by a wall, it really doesn't, <laughs> you don't understand yeah, that it was going good. Yeah, but yeah, there's always always looking for the how is this going to come to a uh, tragic end? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> things are going so well. Something's going to fuck me up. Who's going to die? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... wait. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> Life is the only process that has a 100 percent mortality rate. Right. We've just <laughs> described how everybody becomes fanatically religious right there in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Life is great. Life is still great, but something bad could happen. Something bad happens. Oh, how do I explain this? God. <laughs> God. Help I just me, blame Jesus. God. I just reverse it, and I'm like, yay, Satan. Yay, Satan. Nah, fucking God <laughs> fucked me up again. God damn it. Well, you know, he is testing you. It, it happens. <laughs> wants to make sure you're, you really believe in him. <laughs> I love that Louis C.K. bit about, you know, about... Uh, him, uh, oh, I forget the name of the guy in the Bible, the one he tells to go take his son up to the... Job? No, um, I think it's Abraham. He tells him to go, Abraham, up and, yeah. go up and sacrifice his son up on yeah, top of the mountain. I think that is Abraham. And then he's only, you know, and then the whole point of that story was God stops him right before he does it and says, okay, you you, you really believe in me. You would do what I tell you to do. And Louis so C.K. So God is a petulant child. I know. Louis C.K. says he's like a bad girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, kill your son. Okay, I'll kill my son. What are you doing? <laughs> Why would you do that? At least you love me. <laughs> if you don't do it, you don't really love me. I know, God, that is the fucking net. That line makes me so fucking angry. Like, yeah. if, you, if you don't do this, you don't love me. Well, yeah. fuck it, I guess I don't love you. <laughs> Trust me, my wife's heard that line if a couple of times. <laughs> if that's the test. If that's the test, fuck off and die. Yeah. So I know that I, I have very little patience for that that level of of, of insanity. Yeah, lunacy. Well, that's not a thing that somebody who loves someone would say. You know, it's not you're absolutely not, not going to test each other in that way. Not for petty things. There should like be that. no test. No. <laughs> There's no. And test. if there is a test, it shouldn't have any math. That's what I was saying. <laughs> there should be no math involved in math that. Math is thing. hard. It is. And I'm not going to prove my love to you with math, especially long division. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Forget it then. I don't even love you anymore. Fractions? <laughs> Fuck fractions and everything they are. I don't remember. Am I supposed to flip this one before I multiply? Fuck you. I'm done. 
I am not looking forward to that because my daughter's pretty oh. good at math right now, but it's all, you know. But here's the cool thing, and this is this will put you at ease a little bit, which is the thing that the conservatives love complaining about, which is the common core. It's like, oh, my what's, God. What's a common core? Common core is a, a new way of teaching math. And somebody somebody basically looked at the whole the way math was being taught in America and said, <laughs> oh, it's, it's cute that the third grade teacher taught this much math, and then the fourth grade teacher assumed that the third grade teacher covered this, but he didn't, and then he continues on with what he wants to do. And then the fifth grade teacher has no clue what they did and backtracks and bores the shit out of the kids who already learned this stuff. So somebody said, why don't we create a, a continuum of what should be learned in school and math and section them off by grade and then do subsections of here's where you need to be throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking brilliant. It's like it should have been taught like that all along. Yeah. So you can actually you know, call the teacher and say what section, and they're all numbered, all the sections mm-hmm. are numbered by grade and subsections and all that. And you can literally have the teacher, if the teacher is following that, you can say, well, where are you in the Common Core curriculum? And so you get immediately in and it's published all over the place online huh. and so you can go on and you can go oh that's what they're studying and uh you well can, i usually you can... peruse her homework when she brings it home she has, brings it home on yeah. monday and she has all week to do it yeah. and getting her to do it is yeah. fucking oh. i did despite what i just told you about the common core though i i i feel like a complete fucking moron most mm-hmm. of the time anyway I oh mean, no I, it's, I it's gonna be bad i didn't get past geometry because mm-hmm. my geometry teacher taught it as football Mm. Which was not good for Jeff. Oh, if Steve Largent runs down and then comes back, and then, and then there's a four down, and then you touch down, and you, but you don't touch down because you're over here on the isosceles fucking get, Shut the fuck up. Teach me. <laughs> fucking teach me something. I'm actually having a really fun time relearning math with my son because, it, and I think we've talked about this off mic at least, how my son was having problems with math this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And he's in advanced math, which is. You know, you go back to that common core thing. Well, the common core applies to the general populace. When you start getting into subjects like advanced math, yeah. Uh, so there was this movement from advanced math from where we were at to advanced math in Olympia. And advanced math in Olympia is two grades higher and maybe not one grade higher. Oh. So oh, he's lear- he, he's learning the same stuff that my daughter's learning at the same time, but he he's been struggling. That must with, help a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always helped. My younger yeah. son has always learned faster because his sister's always teaching him everything at home. She, they, yeah. they, she used to sit down and create a class for him. Like when he wasn't in school yet, she would at the end of wow. her day she would come home and teach him. Interesting. <laughs> that is so awesome. But he's he's always been that way. So he's always been a little bit more advanced. So now that he's down there, but the, the he got stuck in this transition, right? You know, they're they're two years ahead and. and Blaine was maybe one year ahead, so yeah, there was wow. this thing that he just missed, and he just didn't get on the right. And then this is one of his first male teachers, I think, in history. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know how to communicate with him, and I think he's a little bit nervous of the guy because the, the, the guy has a communication style which is kind of similar to my own. I'll admit that it's a little bit. It comes off as being very brash, and 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 maybe I'm even hard to communicate with because you might just think that I'm short and angry all the time, and I'm not. It's just how I talk. <laughs> no, you're just short. <laughs> <laughs> So my son has been having all kinds of difficulties with with the teacher, but you know, I get him home. We get on the Khan Academy, which is an interesting thing yeah, that came up site. recently, even in the political scene. We were talking about doing Khan Academy for college level learning, and how do we push out free education for everyone? Right, right. But the interesting thing is, I'm having fun relearning math with my son. I, math was always one of my favorite classes. Only I always had douchebags for teachers for the most part. Um, so yeah. I go home. We're we're, we're doing. 
uh, high level algebra, higher level algebra. Um, you know, it's, you know, certainly not where I ended in, with math, but it's certainly pushing. It's certainly pushing that boundary of stuff that I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it's it's been a blast, and it, it's it's really you know. The teacher's like, well, are you sure he's good enough for advanced math because he's falling behind and not doing a lot of his homework? Or he's turning it in and it looks real sloppy? Because the, 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 the one problem I'm having now with the teachers, I find, like his expectations is while the math is two years higher, you're still dealing with a kid that's 11 years old. He doesn't have yeah. the skills to make his paper look, right? Like when he's writing down his equations and his fractions, he, he, doesn't, mm. he doesn't have the skill set that you build over those two years to make it look neat. And to oh, thank God, because I thought my right. daughter was kind of retarded. <laughs> oh, no. Because uh, she's so sloppy about that kind of stuff. I'm like, you're not showing a fucking great... No. She's eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm expecting too much. Yeah, and so and that's I, I try to pull myself back from that because I don't I'm not really that much of a so so while he can handle the concepts he's yeah. not able to show his work the way that if he yeah. had those two years of education he would be able to very neatly so his his paper's getting lost when he's turning it in because he's for doing things that ten year olds forget to do putting their name on their paper that kind of shit. And the teacher is, has this expectation that he mm-hmm. should be turning in work of a 13-year-old kid or a 12-year-old kid. I'm like, look, uh, he's just not there. But when I sit him in the Khan Academy, we watch one video and he picks up what he's supposed to be doing mm-hmm. almost immediately. Because- so conceptually, he's he's understanding everything. Right. In the execution of it, he's completely sloppy. He's like an 11-year-old kid. Like an 11-year-old kid. So yeah. I'm like, dude, I mean, what are you expecting? Yes, if math is about teaching the concepts of math, fine. But you should also be showing him, or expecting a little, expecting a little less from him in the way of how he shows his work, or yeah. teaching him how to, to to show his work instead of having this expectation because he's in the advanced class that he's already done it because he hasn't. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's I, I think it's awesome that he's in the advanced class. Yeah, that's, and that's I'm, pretty fucking cool. Well, I'm having a ton of time relearning the, the math. I think my daughter's entire school is remedial at this point, <laughs> but that's just me. Like on the 10th, I get to go watch a uh, 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 150,000, however many students yell at me for an hour because they're doing a talent show, which means they're all going to be singing Let It Go um, and all the other fucking songs. <laughs> Uh, uh, what is it that uh, shoop, uh, not shoop, shoop? Um, I don't know what the fuck it is. The, yeah. they, What's they're going to uh, be yelling at it. That's how kids. That's how they. they communicate oh, come on. It's going to be like America's ability. Got Talent where the kid comes out and then blows the audience away, right? By just belting. Exactly. <laughs> He's just going to come out and fucking juggle those cups of whatever these juggling and it's going to be fucking amazing. He's going to perform some kung fu and shit. Mm hmm. Except and he's going to be like, oh, God, they let the retarded kid perform the kung fu. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I think we, uh, we're getting close to the final thoughts. Um, are we? But oh, we, we are. We just opened up uh, the... The Pilsner, and it's elliptic. fucking good. Yeah. These... I don't know if my taste is changing, or they're just making good Pilsners now. Yeah, the, the Pilsners are good. Uh, we got the, the movie jerks are contacting us, and... Uh, Oh. We're, we're, we're just wrapping up a podcast, and then we're going to get all of our technical gear absolutely together, and then uh, we'll be contacting you right back. We've got a laptop. It's Ooh. pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and as you can see, we haven't finished all the beer yet. We're saving some for your episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is not going to go well. <laughs> we're going to go for a beer run real quick before we start. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. All right, we'll get we'll get back with you guys in just a few minutes. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. 
So okay. So final thoughts. So real quick, the final thoughts Pilsner. and the Pilsner. I don't know how to pronounce this. If it's Spica. 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 See, I didn't want to say that because that sounds very. Because it close. sounds like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ecliptic Spica Pilsner. It's a five point five, which is ridiculous for a Pilsner, isn't it? By the way, yeah. but it's it's really um, good. But it's fucking delicious. And uh, kudos. Ecliptic. I'm, I'm you guys surprised. are just ballparking it every fucking time. Yeah, this is the first Pilsner I would give higher than a two. I've been giving it a three, and I'm I'm gonna I'm pour shocked. the rest. I'm, I'm gonna shocked. pour the rest in my. Oh fuck! I would have more, except I have to start driving soon, so I don't wanna. I don't wanna be. A, wow, this is good bloody S- beer. So yeah. way to go! Um, of course, Portland, Oregon, Earth. That's yeah. my favorite thing. Yeah. yeah. It, this is really good. I mean, uh, we were, we were down at Deschutes a few weeks ago, and they also, you know, talking about beers that don't make it out. Man, the 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 pilsner they had at the at the brewery, fuck, it was like way better than the one they bottled. Mm-hmm. The one they bottled, I like a lot. The one they the the one they had at the brewery, it was like yeah. this. It was like a five and a half, almost six percent. It was fucking really good. And wow. They just don't put in a bottle, you know. I, I, I don't know what the problem is. But uh, I was just looking up what spica meant uh, because I was sure it was a real world word. A <laughs> real world word. Yeah. <laughs> just roll uh, with it. Roll with a it. A bandage so. folded into a spiral arrangement reassembling an ear of wheat or barley. Wait, a bandage that does that? So they're fixing Pilsner? Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. I was thinking that. See, that was like the perfect name for it, actually. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're fixing. They fixed a Pilsner. Yeah. They made it potable. Beautiful. <laughs> and on that note, I'm using big fucking words now because <laughs> yeah. I know what spica means. And on that note, <laughs> anyway, We're, final final thoughts. I am glad that uh, InBev and Bedweiser are being investigated by the federal government oh, yeah. for uh, mispractices in their uh, distribution of. Uh, we need to have beers. more of that, and I think I think you know having having some great uh, yeah. breweries yeah. pop in up in Olympia is is certainly going to help that movement in that. Uh, a lot of our lawmakers that are down there, plus me, will be able to become craft beer fans and then maybe enact Mike, some... become the lawmaker, please. Yeah, I'll vote for you. <laughs> I will, too. Insurance commissioner in a few years? There Absolutely. You go. Yeah. There okay. you go. Absolutely. Right. Got it. So, uh, yeah, you know. I see a job in my future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Paul. <laughs> Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave and Paul. This episode makes me want to go out and get a prostate milkshake. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swartman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Oh, the the, the goes as I was corrected by a beer person. Yes, goes goes. Hmm. This one, mine. No, this one. <laughs> huh? The goes that I had in uh, Fieldhouse was really good. The Ruben goes. Really good. This is Zenith from. Huh. Hey, God damn it! 
Ecliptic. Come on. Ecliptic. Oh, I said no, it perfectly no, no, no. off mic. Don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't help him. Oh, wow. That is a breakfast beer, sir. Yeah. Oh, my God. The notepad's coming out. I know. This is sexy. I'm writing some shit down. <laughs> writing some shit down. Don't copy me. I didn't cover your work. <laughs> Ooh, best laid plans. Was it? This is me redoing our entire kitchen cabinets because mm. it, it was starting to piss me off that the plates are over here, the coffee cups are over here, the little plates that go with these <laughs> plates are up there, and I just one day I was and I didn't tell Deanne because I knew she wouldn't wouldn't go for it, and I and I looked at it and I thought you know the, our our cabinets right now are arranged the way that they're arranged because that's where the boxes were sitting when we unpacked. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's what, and I was looking at it going, that's right, this ended up here because that's where that thing, and it was like, we've lived like that for, what, 14 years at this point? <laughs> and so I pulled everything out of all of our cupboards, and yeah. I just, logically, I thought, where would this go? And I did it, and Deanne came, turn it off. Deanne came home, and of course, that was like the, what did you just do? You know, I was like, I put things where they logically should go. Like, everything that goes on the table is now in the cupboards by the table. And like yeah, all makes the sense. Things. I know, and, and it took her a while. I knew that there was going to be a, a, a period of time where she was going to be like in shock about it, and now she's um, now she's gotten into it, and now she's actually critiquing my decisions about where things should have gone, <laughs> and she's redoing parts of it. But at least now it's not like this scatterbrained. Uh, it was driving me crazy. One day I'm sitting there, I'm like. A bunch of our baking stuff was over on the other side of the kitchen, and like the measuring cups are over here, and the pans that we use are in a different. You know, it's just like this. It makes zero sense. I'm just like walking all around the place to get one job done. Our kitchen is the same way. It's just, you know when we unpacked. Yeah. It's and it's the I, stupidest fucking layout. It <laughs> bugs me. If I'm cooking right, I got to grab a knife from over here. Yeah. And then I got to walk to the other end of the kitchen to grab the cutting board. Yeah. Yeah. And then I need a knife again. Yeah, like this is fucking stupid. It didn't. It made no sense at all. It made zero sense. I but I don't it, remember what the task was that I was doing when I realized that I was like bouncing all around the kitchen just to get this one thing done. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I'm I'm yeah, doing my this. shirts on you backwards. Yeah, but anyway, we survived. We survived it. You, you survived the uh, rearrangement. I just I had several days of Deanne opening cupboards and going, where the fuck is it? <laughs> And I'm like, what? She goes, my serving tray or whatever, you know. I go, oh, well, that would be with the stuff. That just, I just where is it? I don't care what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm was. surprised you didn't go through and label the cupboards at some point. I almost did. Just and like post-it notes everywhere, all over the kitchen. That's partly what this little map was. I was like <laughs> writing out where things were, just so that we can avoid I that. I just didn't heat any up. So I, I I missed the beginning. Did you get permission to do that, or did you no. just do it? No, he just oh, did. That it. was part of the problem because I knew if I asked permission, it would turn into. Um, well, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got at work was one of the old guys in the production department says, "Never turn a decision into a committee meeting." No, he goes, "Just do it." And he goes, "If people are angry afterward, they'll get used to it or they'll change it." He goes, "But you're never you're not going to get in trouble for taking the initiative to do something." He goes, "Just to, don't turn it into a discussion." And I was like, that's like one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten. Make the decision and go. Yeah. Exactly. And so that was just, that was me and the, you know, should I turn it into a discussion and turn it into a week-long thing, or should I just spend, you know, a few hours? Oh, it would have been much more than a week-long thing, and you (laughs) know I know. (laughs) Did did you start with flowers or anything? No? Big hug? I was actually naive enough to think that the nicely organized kitchen was reward enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's reward enough. Honey. Sweetheart, I know I've completely upended your favorite room in the house, but you know, organized. You know how when we got married and I improved your life? <laughs> no, Jeff, that's, that's not the way to do it. I don't think that's the way to do it. I'm sorry. You know how awesome I am? Here's what I did. You know, it, it's funny, though, but it sounds like your daddy might have been a bank robber because <laughs> those kind of actions, man, you know. Yeah. My daddy was a bank robber, but he never hurt nobody. <laughs> he just loved to live that way, and he loved to steal your money. Some is rich and some is poor. That's the way the world is. But I don't believe in lying back, way. saying how bad the your luck is. So we came to jazz it up. We never loved to shovel. Break your back to earn your pay. Ah, don't forget to grovel. 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 Run, rabbit, run. Strike out, you boys, for the hills. I can't find a hole in the wall, and I know that they never will. Some is rich and some is poor. That's the way the world is. But I don't believe in lying back, saying how bad your luck is. Oh, yeah. Mechaleka high. Mechaleka hey. Mechaleka ho. Mechaleka heiny ho. Here we go. Just ready. He's eating his microphone. And I'm drinking some ghosts. Gauss? Goose. Goose. Goes. 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 But it was a Canadian that did uh, correct me, so it could be different than that in in real English. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Canada. I'm sorry. She might have said goes. I don't know. (laughs) When is your Trump sign going up? (laughs) (laughs) This is garbage.